All right, what's good, everybody? Welcome to episode number two of The Locker Room, hosted by myself, Bryson, and Kendall. And before we kick off this episode, I got to address the big problem for myself. The drone, 76ers, Celtics. <laughs> they need to take that thing off the screen. Yeah. And I saw, go ahead. I just saw it pop up by the, um, at the Bleacher Report update on my phone when I was getting out of the shower. And I was like, what are they talking about? I thought they were talking about the drone strike in Russia for a second. And then I actually <laughs> watched the video and I thought it was on the court from like, there's not good depth perception from the broadcast angle. And I thought it was, like, above them. I thought the ball was going to hit it, and then they switched to it when the Sixers got the ball back. Yeah. Kendall, did you see it? Yeah, it definitely was too close to the it – it shouldn't be, like – it's cool to show it here and there, but you shouldn't be able to see the drone flying over the top <laughs> of the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, a, that's my problem is it's a cool thing, but literally what you said – we have $1,000 cameras. So, number one, why are we even trying to do a drone shot anyways? It was a cool angle. I'm not going to lie. We can pull it up. Here. I mean, it was a 2K type angle. <laughs> but number two is just at least have the decency not to have it on camera. Put it on the other side of the court, at, like where the cameras aren't shooting. So, that's that's my big gripe. And then they keep doing it. I tried to check Twitter as soon as it happened, see if it was like trending. It wasn't, but that's yeah, a big gripe of mine. You see it right here. <laughs> that's what I was t- like. <laughs> it's just playing in your face. And then, on the, then on they the go broadcast. to it. I'm like, yep, know what that is. See, this Hold angle on. is kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. It looks like a video game, though. It does, but. It does. Uh, imagine it, you're watching the game, though, and there's a drone in your eyes. <laughs> that's what I, I was thinking know, of. It's I right above the how... freaking fans. I want to know how high up that thing is, like, on the court. Look. You know look. You can uh, see it. Pause it. Yeah, I mean, that thing is like, like, what if somebody just shoots up a corner doink and it hits it? Like, is that in play? They're behind the courtside seats, so. Okay. Uh, yeah. I've seen somebody say, who's going to be the first to throw a glizzy at it? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how loud it is, too. I bet it's one of the, like, super expensive ones that don't make noise. But just imagine you're in the corner trying to win Game 7 NBA Finals. And you just, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just hear the propellers going above you. Like, what is, like, we're yelling for three. (laughs) (laughs) Bang. Yeah, imagine that is in the picture, like, of, like, one of the greatest plays of all time. Like, imagine that drone is in the picture of LeBron block yeah like basically just take the kobe bryant on or lebron on kobe bryant in the all-star game where drake was in that picture yeah like or the drone covers the ball they go to instant replay they can't see because the drone's in the way (laughs) yeah that that might not have been the best time to test it maybe test that in a g league game yeah or a regular season game yeah, Between... I saw a Bleacher Report put out. They were like, drone cam. They were, like, so happy about it. Like, and if you go look at all the comments, they're probably just like, this is stupid. This is something. Just take it all. We, we should do a like, segment on the next episode where we take a tweet like that and we read just some of the replies and go through them. But 
Some All right, that's. I mean, Twitter's undefeated when it comes to yeah. the replies. Yeah, we got to make sure there's no ad into the tweet because uh, they'd be sponsoring some crazy shit in the replies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to proofread first. For sure. Cucumbers, you know. A <laughs> little seaweed wraps. There'll be all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Especially what that video you pulled up, I think I saw it had like 240,000. What, replies? No, 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 views. So, yeah. yeah. Either way, that, I mean, <clears throat> never mind. But, all right, that's all I got on the drone. Drone should not be in. That's my vote. If you are, put it in the regular season game with the Hornets versus some other shitty team. But, the Pelicans. Yeah, basically. Um, Shitty team to shitty player. Dylan Brooks. What's up um, with him? Memphis don't want him. Does anybody want him? He was trending. Shanghai Sharks were trending at the same time. Neo. Which is absolutely <laughs> insane. Well, that's just a meme. Like, the dude's literally got memed into the Shanghai Sharks, I feel like. Yeah. He's got memed out of the NBA. Yeah, to the Shanghai Sharks. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, as soon <laughs> but, as my buddy sent me that about Dylan Brooks, and I just, my instant text back was Shanghai. That's all I said. And I didn't even see it on Twitter before then. I was just like, Shanghai. Bro, that Shaq, that Shaq meme is like undefeated when he said, what's the team he said? He's like, Guangdong Tigers. <laughs> Yeah, that was trending too. The fucking that fucking word or whatever it is, the Chinese. I don't know. Here it is. Let me pull up the official while you So, Grizzlies have informed Dylan Brooks he will not be brought back under any circumstances. Yeah, the under any circumstances part is kind of crazy to put out as a team. I saw JJ Reddick talking about it yesterday, and he was like, they he said, I feel like they just put that out for clout and like. Just, just for some clicks, and because although Brooks, like he did, poke the bear and LeBron, and they lost a series. But what Reddick was saying, and what I agree with, like they have more problems. Like Dylan Brooks was not the only problem on slash off the court this season, and we all know that. Um, John I don't really think was, he was a problem off the court. Keep going. I mean, off the I court agree. with media. Yeah, I like, guess that's true. All these comments he's saying, I mean, on the court for sure, because he's getting taxed, he's getting suspended, he's getting fined. Um, and in the playoffs, I mean, he, he talks shit about LeBron after game two, starts yelling in his face a little bit. Oh, he's he's ready to talk for the, to the media, blah, blah, blah. And then the next three games, he's he says, I'm out, not not going to yeah. the media. Yeah, because like, he just I, knows I, they're going to clown him, though. Yeah. The media. I think that's cowardly, him, like, though. Yeah, you got to own up to it. Yeah. Super I mean, I cowardly. I guess so. But, the, like, I don't know. I feel like the what I was about, like, I saw somebody on uh, on Twitter maybe or something, and they said, uh, we all know that the, the Dylan Brooks thing and all that was just a script for the LeBron 30 for 30 after he retires. <laughs> well, that he got a player kicked out of the league? No, the fact that Dylan Brooks was just sitting there just talking crazy and then LeBron and them just beat him in the series and whatever else. But I don't if- think LeBron played good enough after that for it to be, like, scripted, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter, though. If Dylan Brooks makes a LeBron 30 for 30, I'm going to be pissed off. <laughs> well, I this mean, dude, if he went to ring this year, he's probably going to make it because he had that game winner right over him. Okay, but if they <laughs> include trash talk from Dylan Brooks, I mean, I guess they have to for the cinematic value, but unless they yeah. win a championship, Dylan Brooks should not be in 
LeBron 30 for 30. Yeah, there was a lot of bums in uh, Jordan's Last Dance documentary. I mean, he, he there was this one guy on the uh, Wizards who I think he was from Louisville maybe. Not, it wasn't unselled. It was, I have no idea who it was from Louisville, but it was his rookie year. And, like, Jordan made up a story in his head that, like, he was talking shit to him. And he told a reporter that this happened, and that's why he, like, dropped 50 in the next game. And they interviewed the guy he was talking about, who they who he said was talking shit. Like, 10 years later, he's like, I never said a word to that motherfucker. And so <laughs> they were talking about, like, because that's how he just gets himself ready for the game. Well, I mean, that's yeah. insane. That's a crazy Yeah, that's I never, I never heard that before, but... <laughs> Like, still, like, do y'all think Dylan Brooks is about to find a, a home in the league? Like, you got to think, like, Matthew yeah. Dellavedova is on a team somewhere. Yeah. Like, there there's some real bums in the NBA that are on yeah, so rosters. Let me pull this up here. So, Brooks averaged 14 points per game, three rebounds, and three assists, and 40% shooting this, this year. And I think the main thing people have to take into account here is that he was a late second-round pick. Well, Mid second round pick, like we're, what are we expecting from him? You know, like right when you mean. look, just because he talks a big game, I I do understand that, but that doesn't mean he doesn't belong on an NBA team unless, uh, I guess they don't want the drama with them. But I, I don't feel like there's that much drama. But I do feel bad for the guy who just got fined twenty five thousand dollars, and that's going to be a salary <laughs> in Shanghai. <laughs> well, no, I think he definitely can find a spot on the on an NBA team. Like he's not a bad player. In the playoffs a few years ago, um, Memphis was playing Utah, and I was only watching it because of Donovan. But he he had a really good series. He was averaging like twenty five, I think, in that series. Him and Jaw, they're going off. Um, he's a good defender. He, he definitely belongs on an NBA roster. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say he doesn't because he talks about this shit. Yeah, one of the craziest things, like I'm not going to say he's a good player because I don't think he's a good player. I think he's a that's what I was gonna he's say. an average role player in the NBA. But like the fact that like there's clips going around of Dylan Brooks in warmups just sitting there just shooting like I would on a court is embarrassing. Like if I I went to I've seen NBA clips of like people shooting in warmups and they just make every shot and Dylan Brooks is just over there brick 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 can't make anything that's that's kind of embarrassing in my opinion i don't know i mean i would agree but you could probably like find I said, videos like that about anybody besides Steph yeah <laughs> i do think it's cool though however that he is very mid and he's got everybody talking about him yeah. like that that takes a special talent really i mean he's definitely got the media going it's kind of like the lonzo ball situation that, or i said lonzo What's the dad's name? LeVar Ball situation. Like, when they were in high school, we're like, he just had them dudes. That Now they're pretty good. Like, although Lonzo's injured, LaMelo's a star in the league. LiAngelo. LiAngelo, LiAngelo never found a home. He's a star like, in the G League. Yeah. <laughs> Is but he? Like, I mean, LeVar, I think. LeVar really made them dudes. Like, they were talked about everywhere. And they were 17, 18, 16, 17, 18-year-old kids. Like, so for Dylan Brooks to do that, like, yeah, it's pretty impressive, and he's definitely got the whole world talking about him, which is good for him, I guess, because he's always going to be he, – he's already probably set for life, but now that he's got everybody talking about him, it's easier for him. Like, if basketball for some reason doesn't work out, he'll be on a podcast somewhere or something, like doing some kind of something. Well, I think the biggest problem of this whole thing, because it's been reported that 
during the season, he turned down multiple contract extensions because he wants a bigger role on the team. Uh, it, from what I understand from the tweets that I've read and the reports I've heard. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's cool that everybody's talking about him, but who cares at the end of the day? I mean, he, he obviously turned down some some good money from the Grizzlies to right. have it end like this. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, though, because like, think about him turning down multiple contracts and then go back to like compare it to the NFL where the reports of Lamar turning down contracts, right? But you got Lamar who's proven himself. In the NBA yeah. or in the NFL, Dylan and Brooks. He doesn't proved talk nothing. shit like Dylan Brooks. Yeah, Dylan Brooks hasn't proved anything. Why is he turning down contract extensions for a bigger role when he averages fourteen points, three rebounds, and three assists, and he shoots forty percent from the field? Those aren't good stats, like at all. Those are great role player stats. Great role player stats, but if you're looking for a larger role on a team, those aren't good stats. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I want to know what the uh, contract extensions looked like. Like, what kind of money he was getting offered. And yeah. See how big a bag he blew. Because, yeah. I mean, this is going to sound very cliche. But it's really whatever Brooks wants, you know? Does he really want to be a star in the NBA? Or does he care about just making the most money? Making the biggest name for himself? Like, what does he really want? And what is his goal? What is he trying to accomplish? Um, because if it's to be one of the most talked about NBA players, it's, he's accomplishing that goal right now. And I don't think that the media can actually drive him to Shanghai. No, definitely not. But did, like, but it seems possible really. Yeah. But that he's statement been, from Memphis is completely outrageous yeah, as an organization. They should never say that. Yeah. Under any circumstance. I mean, like they got, they're just not happy with them, I guess, but yeah, I would agree. They probably shouldn't have, shouldn't have worded it the way that they did. But Dylan Brooks has kind of been a meme ever since college. Whenever he, y'all remember that video of him flopping against whoever when he was at Oregon? Yeah, was it Lonzo? Cause they matched up a lot. They were in the same know. conference. It, it was against. It, it was he was in college playing for Oregon, and like he just had one of the most outrageous flops I've ever watched in my life. But, like a Chris Jones type. I think uh, I remember. I can't. No, it was way worse than Chris Jones. Like oh, where he flies him. and he like went he, jumping back. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I remember vaguely that. remember it vaguely. Yeah. All right, that's enough Dylan Brooks talk. Let's switch over to the next topic in the NBA. Um, Joel Embiid officially the NBA MVP. Do you guys agree with it? Do you think he deserved to win the MVP? Um, yeah. There's also well, let's go ahead and get into that first, and then we'll get into the rest of the statistics about that so do you think he deserved it over Jokic over Giannis definitely over Giannis definitely mm. over I don't Jokic. know because going into the playoffs I, I had Giannis because his his winning percentage on the court was like 75% whenever he played like I think they won 50 games with him and he played 60 games throughout the season um the, the reason I didn't have Jokic as my MVP is because, I, I guess, because I didn't want him to win three straight. I mean, I don't think <laughs> I don't think Jordan won three straight. I don't think he might have, actually. I don't think LeBron only won three, three players, straight. Only three players in history have ever won three straight. Yeah. And that's what – I had this argument with Travis at the end, back in December. I got the screenshots from our, D, our DM. I sent it to him. He didn't reply to me. But he was telling me, no, without a doubt, Jokic is going to win the MVP. <laughs> And I literally told him, 
and said the last person to win three straight MVPs was Larry Bird. They don't it? do that anymore. LeBron could have won three straight. Six or some shit like that? Yeah, I, I don't really know what the dates were, but I just know he was the last person to win three in a row. They don't do it. LeBron hasn't done it. Steph Curry didn't do it. I'm trying to think of another player that should have been in that yeah. conversation. That's facts, because I was listening on the radio this morning. Uh, they were talking about it. Uh, I was on the way to work, and I had just had the radio on. and didn't have any music going or whatever, and I was just listening to it. Like an old man would listen to the radio. And <laughs> like bro, someone's doing bro just painted right the now. picture. <laughs> yeah, bro. storyteller. I am yeah, in facts. this car now. I'm there facts. mentally. Yeah, yeah. So, Close your eyes. Um, I'm just sitting there anyway, uh, listening to the radio. And the dude's like, yeah, Joel Embiid wins MVP, blah, 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 blah. And then they, they get going, get talking about it. And he's like, yeah, um, last person to do it was Larry Bird. And like, he think he was like, he said the same thing Cody just did. Like, the NBA just doesn't give out three time MVPs. Like, LeBron should have won the MVP in 2011. Then he went and won it 12 and 13. Probably should have won it 14 and 15 as well. And they just didn't give it to him. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, voter fatigue is a real thing. And like Bryson said, people just don't want to see him win it three times in a row. Now, does that necessarily mean he deserves it? Because, in a way, I kind of like it because you can't really pinpoint a single MVP every year. I mean, you can, but, like, all of these players are deserving. So, it's like, why not kind of mix up the pot and give it to each one of them that is deserving? There was a lot of tweets I saw a few weeks ago, um, like, begging the case for Jokic to win MVP and... Uh, the bet the best one I saw well it wasn't even a tweet it was a Jimmy Eyroller video and he lays out like all the stats over like the last um I think it was like 20 25 years like uh MVPs have to be in this category to I forget exactly what he said I'm not explaining it very well at all but pretty much Jokic <laughs> Jokic should have been far and away in the MVP and uh I, I guess I agree with the fact that MB does deserve, I think he does deserve the MVP because if you're giving it to anybody else, it should be MB because he finished second in MB, MVP voting the last two years. So if it's, if it's going to be anybody this year, it should have been MB. Yeah, I, I do think that you take off a little bit from MB, the fact that he's playing with the former MVP of the league, to whereas these other guys are not. Mm-hmm. Does that. Any I role mean, the, for you guys? the biggest thing for me that plays a role about Jokic is he's the best player on the best team in that conference. No, in Actually, the conference, so Giannis yeah, was the best player in the on, on the best, best team, team in the league. Uh, yeah, the record now, for the Nuggets, yeah, they were the one seed in the West, but the record was identical to the 76ers. Just so the East is strong. The three seed. Three seed. Yeah, I mean that's fine. Uh, but, like, I'm just saying, like, he was the best team on the best team in the West. His stats are pretty good. That would be my only argument for Jokic. That's why, I mean, I don't think – I'm not saying he should get it. I'm saying I think Embiid should be the one. He led the league in scoring. His team was pretty successful in a much diff, much more difficult conference this year. Like, and although he set out a few games because of injuries and whatever else, I still think when he was in there he was dominant every single night. Like, there was – he maybe had yeah. one off night all year. Maybe. I, I think the biggest factor into that, really, is obviously they didn't want to give it to Jokic for the three years in a row. We get that. But the biggest factor was the head-to-head matchup, where Embiid put up yeah. 50 on his head. Mm-hmm. 
that that calls that shows you right there. Hey, I'm better than this guy, and that's I think where the decision was made there. I would agree, but just because you're better doesn't mean you're necessarily more valuable. That could be people. See, that's where you go and argue in like hypotheticals of what the award actually means. So I 100% agree. Like I, I trust me, I've always been against the the way that that award is given out is incorrect. Like which way never, do you think it should be they given? They never out? get it right. It should be the most valuable player in the NBA or the NFL in the NBA or, or the most valuable player to their team. I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, if you're the most valuable player to somebody, if you're the most valuable player to your team, you're most likely going to be. It depends. Like they're never going to get the MVP to a bottom tier guy. That's just never going to happen. Like if your team sucks, you're not going to get the MVP more than likely. I mean, they gave it to Russ, and he was like an eight seed that year, but he averaged a triple double. Yeah, Yeah. he did something that nobody's hardly ever done. Like that's, of course, he's deserving of it. But, <laughs> but he's but that's not the most valuable player because they're still in the eighth seed. Well, the most valuable the most valuable player is very it's very subjective. Like it's a very subjective term because the most valuable player is probably the best player on the best team in the NBA, which was the Giannis on the Bucks this year, even though they got bounced in the first round. But if you're going by that definition, you sh- it should have been given to Giannis. I mean that, but that's what I'm saying is that it's completely however you want to yeah, like take the me meaning of the word. Like, y'all MVP. can y'all and that's can what say I was asking I'm, uh, y'all can say I'm all over LeBron, whatever else. Like I'm not saying he should have got it this year, but in the <laughs> well, past, we talk about that. there has been multiple seasons where LeBron is without a doubt the most valuable player to his team and probably any other team in the NBA. Like he's done more for his team than anybody else and he just gets skipped over with i agree mvp votes which also did you see the stat today this first is the year in his first career. year in his entire career where he did not receive an mvp vote which on the first point is absolutely insane that he did not receive an mvp vote this year and De'Aaron fox and sabonis did you're telling me you would rather have sabonis fox over LeBron? I don't I don't think it's that crazy. Yeah, you're also a Michael Jordan guy, so that plays No, I'm not like no bias all aside. I don't think it's that crazy. I mean, he I did have some bet, great I'll stats, but compared to the I mean I don't know. I guess it is kind of crazy. I mean, what do you have? 25 points, 10 rebounds. That's probably he probably had better stats than Donovan and No, he didn't. I mean, well, besides points. I mean, I guarantee he had more rebounds. More Sorry chance. we can't pull it up, but let me read off who received votes, the bottom five. John Morant, Jalen Brunson, De'Aaron Fox, Jimmy Butler, Steph Curry. <laughs> Y'all, this, hold on. I just pulled LeBron's stats. We should have had this for this. If we, I didn't even know we were going to get into this. Yeah, Bryson, you are correct. That <laughs> is nuts. Dude averaged 28.9 points per game, 8.3 rebounds, and seven assists on 50% shooting, and he didn't receive a single vote. Was it because his team was bad all year until, well, like, the last month or so? But I mean, a lot of a lot of Here, topics Here's my were, question. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, did he play enough games to qualify? Because that well, may come into factor. That, that wasn't a rule this year. That goes into effect maybe next year or the year after. 
Okay. Is that maybe a factor that they're bringing in, though? Is maybe he played, what, only 50 games, I believe? Maybe, because, I mean, they 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 were still holding – they were still holding on to the playoffs while he was out late in the season, so maybe that could have played a factor. I don't know. So, like, is he the most valuable player on the Lakers? That could have crossed some of the voters' minds and be like, "Oh, they're still, they're still doing fine. They're they're winning games still." Yeah, maybe he's not the most. The valuable only player. thing, like, I we've talked about this. I think maybe last episode or a few episodes ago, like Anthony Davis. To be honest, like right as of now, and I'm a big LeBron fan. Everybody knows that on here. Say it. Anthony Davis right now is probably the most valuable player on the Lakers. When he plays, when he is, when AD's locked in and when AD wants to play well and when AD goes, that team goes. Like last night he had, what, 30, 25, and 5 or some nonsense, and they won the game. First 30, 20 player for the Lakers since Shaq. Yeah, and he had a bunch of block shots, especially late down the stretch. Like I was watching, like that for me – is the only thing like that I could understand. Okay, maybe he doesn't get a vote because of that. Because I will say, like I said, like AD definitely makes that team go right now. one hundred percent. I don't think that's arguable at all. I I no. think a AD is the most valuable player on that team. In terms of what you're saying, yes. But the way I'm looking at it is, how does Jalen Brunson receive an MVP vote and LeBron James doesn't on twenty eight, blah blah and blah. How? Jalen Brunson is good. He's really good. But. Very, very good. But I get what you're coming from. I mean, like, I, I do. Like, I, I, if you're talking, if statistically speaking, yes, he definitely should have got some votes. But Jalen Brunson's single, well, not single-handed. He's got Julius Randle next to him, too. But, I mean, that team went on a crazy run at the end of the year, made a, made it to the playoffs, and they're still going. And, and it's a lot, has a lot to do with Jalen Brunson and his success. Yeah. I was thinking about it last night. I was like, "Is Jalen Brunson top five, like a top five point guard in the in the league?" And I was trying to think of all these point guards, and I I can't forget. I put John Morant ahead of him, but the John MVP Morant voting, also received one vote. They were yeah, tied. but he oh they were tied. Yeah, they votes. both just got one vote for okay. fifth place. So I mean, I guess he's tied for the fifth best point guard <laughs> because there was five point guards in uh in, in the MVP voting. I I just can't I can't fathom that. But let's go to the second you, you part. You need to watch him this. play. Watch the Knicks game, bro. He's no, I, I, I'm not doubting his goodness, his greatness, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but the strive for greatness in LeBron is much greater than literally majority of those players. Now, I will say he has been this season. I feel like he's been lazy a little bit. But he's old. Yeah. But he's still one fifth place. There's no way. There's absolutely no way. <laughs> First time in his career that says a lot about the man, though. I will say that. On to Jokic and Embiid. So we put out this graphic today. 2014 draft class, Embiid and Jokic were both featured in that. And they are the fourth draft class to feature multiple MVPs now that Embiid has won the award. Uh, they joined 1984, 1996, 2008, and 2009. Jokic was the lowest drafted player ever to win the MVP award back in 2021. Obviously, he stays the same draft number. But um, how do you all think that this uh, draft class compares to the others on the list? Uh, 
I guess here, let's pull that back up because I uh, okay did did not remember all the <laughs> all the draft classes. Um, all right, the nineteen eighty four one wasn't that Jordan? Jordan Barkley Hakeem. Okay, ninety six. That was Kobe. AI, AI and Steve Nash. Okay. 2008, Derrick Rose and Russell Westbrook. In 2009, 2009 was Harden and James Steph. Harden and Steph. Yep, sir. I mean, I guess I got to go with 84. I mean, yeah, that's definitely the, out of these lists, like 84 is probably the strongest draft class of the people that we that are on that list. Like Elijah Wan, Jordan, and Charles Barkley. Like, then doesn't it doesn't it have to technically be the strongest draft class of all time? Then, if you have three MVPs, what can beat that? I mean, that? It's, that's definitely pretty strong. But the, isn't the O three like I don't know how many of the MVPs the O three class has? I know LeBron has one. I don't know if D-Wade... these are the only ones that have multiple. The okay. only ones, gotcha. multiple oh, players, but that. how many? Like how many MVP awards did they win? Is what I oh. want to know. Well, eighty four, you have Jordan with five, and the other two guys with one. 96, you got four between all of them. 2008, you got two. 2009, you got two. 2014, you got three now. So Jordan's got them all beat just by himself in in 84, (laughs) which is insane. Yeah, so like the 2003 draft class has more MVPs than the 2014 draft class with LeBron by himself. Like, How many many does LeBron have? Three, four, four? I think. Four, I believe. I feel like it's three. No, it's definitely I don't know. four. I'm pretty sure he has four. I could be wrong. Four finals MVPs. I, either way, w- the most insane part about this, just looking back, is the fact that Steve Nash has two MVPs and Kobe Bryant and Allen Iverson only have one. <laughs> Kobe yeah. only has one MVP? Yeah. yeah. That he slid, after, I, after I reminded myself of that, he slid down the list for me a little bit. The MVPs? Yes. After seeing what this year, this year's conversation around MVPs were. Yeah, I've never yeah. used MVP. Oh, well, I mean, I guess I, I mean, have used MVP because I hate the championship argument when you talk about goats and, and the greatest ever. But like, MVPs for, is something for me. Like, I don't ever really look that deep into either. I just kind of go. I, I I would say I'm statistically biased when it comes to looking at the the best of it, like the best ever. I take into account all of it. I feel like I mean, I LeBron. See, it's different, though, because I understand that nowadays, when it comes to a LeBron versus Jordan argument, that that we have voter fatigue, and people don't want to vote. And I watch LeBron play, and I see the stats, and I know who should win the award, technically, in my mind. So that helps me out a little bit in that that uh, conversation. To whereas when, But that also goes into the fact that Jordan was undeniably great that he won the award that many times. I think he just had, in his era of of playing the game, uh, like the gap between him and everybody else was just so much bigger. Yeah, that's so true. Dude, did I send you all that tweet the other day about Jordan? I don't. I I think I lost it, dude. I found a tweet. I was trying to find it today before we came on here. I think, or not? Maybe not today. Maybe last episode when we were going to talk about LeBron or something. It was like what Jordan did with before Pippen. And what LeBron did before Miami. Yes, I, I know what you're talking about, but that graphic or tweet or whatever also takes into account that LeBron played six seasons before, where Jordan only played three. 
and yeah, LeBron in his first he was injured one of them. By and LeBron in his first three seasons, he had that one playoff win or whatever it was, something like that. I saw the reply. That's where I got that from. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't read too much into it, but I kind of just briefly saw it over, and it was like zero, 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 and then LeBron had all these stats, and I was kind of like, oh, that's that's kind of interesting. We should talk about that, yeah. but I never. I lost the tweet. Yeah, yeah I want to see that now because I guarantee all those stats are cherry picked. No, it's not cherry picked. It's saying it's saying what Jordan did before Pippen, what LeBron did before D Wade, but the only way it's like cherry picked in a way is that jo- or Jordan only had three seasons and LeBron had six. So LeBron's yeah. numbers are higher in terms of like playoff wins and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to see the graphic. But I'll try to, to I'll, I might try to I might try to find it later on after we get done, but Yeah. Other than that, um Steph Curry, James Harden, that's not really a big one for me. I think the next class to do it is 2017. They had three players from that class uh, in the top ten this year, Donovan, Tatum, and Fox. But let's be honest, though. Do you ever see Donovan Mitchell winning an MVP? No. He, Do you ever see De'Aaron Fox was, win an MVP? No. They were literally just in the top ten voting. This was De'Aaron Fox's most notable year, like in his career. He how finally far, made the playoffs. Did, didn't we just prove how fraudulent that voting was, kind of, by saying LeBron never didn't receive a vote? That that well, that's not the argument. Here. I'm saying like <laughs> I get what you're saying, but is also the next, is the next class to do it. I mean, Tatum, I can definitely see him winning one because yeah, he's in a market that I, I guess voters tend to vote for in Boston, and yeah. he's already been to a final, so he's got that under his belt. Um, and probably when LeBron retires, I don't. If we're gonna be serious, he's probably gonna be the next face of the NBA when Curry's out and Tatum. Yeah. I think I mean, the face. He, of the, I'm pretty sure the face of the NBA. Let's be like I. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy for saying this, but the face of the NBA hasn't made it to the NBA yet. He'll be drafted this upcoming year. Yeah, you're absolutely bizarre for saying something like that before a guy gets here. But he's got to stay healthy. Bryson, I w- will say to argue you. No, I don't because just because he's in the conversation, he re- he received two fifth place votes. He ain't winning an MVP. And I'm Ooh. a I'm a huge Aaron Fox. Oh. I'm, well, a I'm just, huge I'm just saying, Fox fan. I'm just, I'm just using that like three of them, and also that's just the season. There, who, who's to say he can't get better? He just went like toe to toe with Steph Curry in a seven game series. Yeah, that 17 draft class is strong. So is the 18 though. You got Luca, Trey Young, SGA. Like there's some guys in that one too. And I think Luca's Donovan, the only one though. Mm, Trey Young, he could do it, but maybe Shea. not in Atlanta. Shea Gilgis can definitely win an MVP. Yeah, Shea, Shea was fourth this year. Yeah, he's like okay, that's fair. I, I can I'll take that been, argument. Donovan's been top five in voting, I think, two years now, maybe. No, well, I don't know. I can't. I can't really remember, but I know Tatum's been up there a few years as well. So I think they're the next class to do it. Hundred yeah, percent. They definitely might be the next class to do it, but I will. Like I, I don't know. Maybe I'm again. Maybe I'm biased. It's kind of crazy to say before. But this 23 draft class is something crazy, too. Scoot Henderson and Wimbanyana, those two dudes are, like, nuts. And they're not even in the NBA yet. There was something I noticed when I was going through it, by the way. And it was odd how every year that... uh, I can't remember exactly. Like, Jordan won. 
hit an MVP was mm-hmm. the year that these players were drafted. So Jordan won an MVP in 96, and the 96 draft class was drafted. And then one of the other players mm-hmm. won an MVP in 2008. It was Kobe. And that's when Derrick Rose and them were drafted. Kobe won, or Derrick Rose won in 2009, right? No, Nash, right? Nah, no, Kobe won in 2000. Oh, did he? Didn't, I thought, wait, am I wrong? Didn't Derrick Rose win as a rookie? Or am I tripping? No. No, he won Youngest ever, though. Oh, okay. But, yeah, so Jordan won, was drafted in 84, but won an award, the MVP in 96. That's the same year that other draft class, obviously, was drafted. And then... Out of that, I think Kobe won in 2008, which is the same year as that other draft class was drafted. Which I think is super 2000, weird. And I think then 2009 ends the streak because who, who was in that? Curry Martin, and Martin Curry, yeah. And there's no way somebody won it the next year unless it was Derrick Rose. But, anyways, that's very, very too much <laughs> on the. Yeah, we MVP. were all over the place with the MVP <laughs> talk, but like, it's, I think that's good for the MVP. Like, it just goes to show how all over the place the MVP voting it, yeah. it really is, anyway. So, yeah, one hundred percent. We were all over the place, just like the MVP voting is all over the place. Nobody knows who should win. It's all kind of a skewed thing, especially in the NFL. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very everybody's deserving because of, of the media, for sure. Yeah, like they get narratives going and people start following. And some of them even have the vote, right? Like, yeah. Uh, who's the dude that does Stephen the a. NBA? Smith is a Philly fan, and he voted for Embiid. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. What can you say? Is he a Philly fan? Yeah, pretty, I thought he was a almost fan. positive. They like well, no, I think he's from Philly because I know he likes the Eagles, but I know he likes the Knicks as well. I don't know. I could oh. be completely. That's wrong. terrible. I mean, I don't feel like they should allow like. No, he was a Philly ESPN analyst to vote on the NBA. Ernie Ernie gets a vote. Who's Ernie? Ernie the dude Ernie. on the, with Shaq and Chuck and Kenny. Oh the yeah, white he gets dude. a vote. Um, I think Perk gets a vote. Uh, Kendrick Perkins gets a vote. That's awful. Yeah, they they, they asked when they announced it. They asked Ernie who he voted for, and he said Joel Embiid. And then they asked him why, and he was stumbling on his words. He's like, I I, I would have to look at Look at my notes. <laughs> like what? And JJ Reddick gets a vote. I know. Um, I think he voted for Giannis. <laughs> That's interesting. All right, NBA playoffs real quick because we've been on the NBA for a while. So the Lakers hold off Golden State. Uh, they take the one zero lead before before game two. Yeah, for some reason I was for some reason I was thinking they dropped game two, but actually seventy sixers dropped game two, or they're down thirty plus right now. There we go. Yep, it's over. Boston already won. Uh, the Suns are down 0-2 in Denver, and the Knicks even the series at one game apiece against Miami. Mm-hmm. So, what do we think here? First, let's start off with the Lakers. AD won that game for him. I'll give it to him. AD was there. If AD plays like that, that team might win the NBA Finals. I ain't kidding. How about that uh, final shot from Jordan Poole? I like it. I like it. I I mean, I don't like it, but I don't hate it. 
There was a little bit too much time left on the clock. Yeah. Don't we have a clip? Yeah, here it is. Like, Curry's getting locked right here. Well, they Got just ten trapped seconds. him. He shot that with 10 seconds left. Just doink. Yeah. I had a loading for me, so L loading on that. Can we run that joint back? Yeah. So look, here, here's what I, here's what I like though. You got less than ten seconds. That's the most open shot you're gonna get. Yeah, he is kind of far back. On the shot. Take Where a are you going? Up, right here. Where are you going from there though? You uh, need a Van, three. Vando was closing, but if he step if he takes a step up, Vanderbilt might foul him right there. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, you can't. And risk right here, that, right here, the big thing too. They were fighting for the ball, and they let the Lakers call a timeout. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like that a, referee wanted to call jump though. I saw a hilarious yeah. meme last night right after it happened, and it was like Jordan Poole when the game's on the line, and it was one of those. It was one of the popping memes. I don't forgot off the top of my head, but it was I died laughing. Can, it was so funny. Can, can we pull that back up again? I'm sorry. Yeah. The, here's what I don't like about it. I get where the board goes, blah blah. blah. Let's see where Curry goes after he passes. That's oh, that's what I was there. saying. That's what I was going to say. Look at him. Oh, the ball's still live. Why is Curry bent down over there? And then look at him. Throwing it it looks like he's throwing a fit. Because he's gassed. He's been running laps around the track all day. Well, maybe they shouldn't shoot 52 threes yeah. in the game, and maybe should they should take the ball to the rack and get fouled. They can't uh, go to the rack. AD's down there blocking them shots. He yeah, is. Another but I, thing. There was, I don't like that from Curry. The free throw disparity was crazy. I mean, they might not have been going to the rag, but to ha- only have like six free throws the entire game compared to almost thirty. I mean, but Dennis Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder had, but yeah, yeah, that is half their shots. They shot like hundred and five times, but that means like also half you, their shots were inside, inside three point line. We're not getting any fouls there. Well, six I free mean, throws is insane. I don't think it is. I really don't. When you have a jump shooting team, that's what you get. You, you don't get, get fouled, fouled on jump, jump shots. shots. You do, but you don't get fouled on jump shots. Like think about the Rockets, James Harden. What's he doing? He's getting to the rack every time he's drawing a foul. He was shooting twenty plus free throws a game. You don't get fouled like that when you're shooting jump shots. I mean, yeah, especially but... with all the new rules with the legs and I don't know. We it just don't happen. We need to pay attention to that next game because. I'm going to pull up clips saying <laughs> should have been a foul here. could have been a foul here. At yeah, least. so, yeah, I, like I said, I, we talked about it earlier. I think that AD uh, made like that I team said. go, and he popped off. Like, there ain't no – that's all you need to know about that game. Mm-hmm. Jordan Poole played better, though, which is good for the Warriors, I guess. He did. That's what that's what people are saying. Like, that wasn't a bad shot because he was 6, he was six of 10 from three right there, like, when he took that shot. Um so he he was having a good good game too, probably the best game of the playoffs for him. And I think Draymond even went on his podcast this morning and said, "You know, I'll live with that shot because he is six for ten from three at that point. If he's feeling it, he's feeling it." Yeah, don't ain't they? Didn't they? They don't have beef no more. But ain't that who? That's who got into it, right? Those two. Yeah, they yeah, still Draymond get into it a little from him. time to time. But here's my thing: is if it was Steph Curry or Clay Thompson, it wouldn't be a word spoken about it. No, because they've proven themselves. I, yeah. I get that. But you can't say, oh, it's okay because he's 6 for 10 on the night. What did we talk about on the last episode? Shoot or shoot. 
Facts. That's what they do. You live and you die by the three as a Golden State Warrior. So you Facts. live and you die by a 20 or 30 foot shot. And that's how it happens. If it goes in, it's same story with anything that happens. If it goes in, he's the hero. I think it's just... It doesn't, so he's the villain. I think it's just how bad he missed it, because that went, like, left off the rim. It didn't It didn't hit the back of the rim. There was no, not really any chance for a rebound. I don't remember who came down with the ball. I it guess was it was a jump the ball, damn near. It, it almost was, but I think it's because the dude who rebounded went to the ground. They started yeah. fighting for it. It was Dennis Schroeder. He grabbed the rebound, then he, he got it. He called a timeout. Here's the last thing that I'll say, and it goes off of what Kendall said, is AD is pretty much all you need to say, yeah. But I think that we're just taking this moment from Jordan Poole and making him the scapegoat. He's who we blame because we played poorly and AD dominated us. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, they, they got really – with all this is the last thing I'll say on it. They The Warriors weren't really in that game up until – like, they were in it early on. But then, like, midway through the third and into early into the fourth quarter – Lakers pretty much just dominated, and then they went on a the Warriors went on a fourteen zero run there, like with like four minutes left in the game or so, and that's what even gave them a shot. So I think that was the last point they scored was on that fourteen zero run. Yeah, well, like yeah, well, because the fourteen zero run they tied it up with like a, a, a minute, minute thirty, yeah, yeah, something like that. So I don't know. I just saw on Twitter though switching over Jason Tatum tonight had seven points on one of seven from the field and they still yeah. won against Philadelphia. He played low minutes and also seen that Joel Embiid is one and nine versus the Celtics in the playoffs in his career, Oof. which that's the MVP. He just but they, they got smoked. How much did they lose by? Almost over thirty, four, I think. Almost forty. Damn, they lost by thirty-four. Or yeah, thirty-four. Hey, Boston, Boston, my pick to win it all right now. They have the Four. easiest road to get there, and like the biggest, the biggest challenge in the West is honestly Denver. For being serious, maybe, maybe Golden State because yeah. they faced them last year and already lost. But Who? all I can say is my MVP saying, would not be that... in single-digit points. Yeah, no, no doubt. What do you have? Do you have? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> If that's Donovan Mitchell right there, he's getting flamed on Twitter all night. He did only have 19 minutes, but seven points on one of seven is absurd. Why did Joel only take nine shots? What is he doing? How many minutes did he play? Was he on a he played? He only, he only played 27 minutes, but they got blown out. That's part of it, I guess. I don't know. I mean. Why did Tatum only play 19? Because, they, I mean, they won the game. After the first quarter, it was tight. After at halftime it was pretty tight, and then the 76ers out or the Celtics outscored the Sixers 35 to 16 in the third quarter. Them boys only scored 87 points in the entire game. That's an L. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Next series. Speaking Suns, about the Nuggets, Denver. Yeah, yep. that's what I was yeah. going to say. <laughs> Bryson See, was just saying about the Nuggets. Like, what did you just say about them? They're the biggest contender in the West. That if they get to yeah, they're the. What I was saying is that Celtics probably have the easiest road to the finals right now. Oh, no doubt. And uh, the Nuggets are probably the biggest threat out of the West, in my opinion. I could see that. I, and Just because said, of their depth. Yeah, then you said Golden State after the Nuggets, but you left out. A team that I told you a long time ago was going to make it out of the play-in, 
And they were going to make it into the playoffs. And they were going to make a run at this thing. Do you believe yet? Slightly. Slightly. Listen. I, I told y'all last episode, if he wins it all, th- that that's that's my belief right there. Because I'm giving him this little of a chance okay. to win. I want to I wanna stay on the Nuggets, but I just wanted you to... Okay. I just wanted it, people it, to realize that you just <laughs> skipped... You went from Nuggets to the Warriors and just skipped over the Lakers having a chance to make it out of the Because they've proven right. it. And before and we continue, I, I want to go back to... You saying that the Celtics, both of you guys agreeing, the Celtics have the easiest route. <laughs> they, they like do. we're after after one win, we're counting out to 76ers. They stole one at right. home. Yes. Okay. Yes, I agree. But the or Sixers on the road, but having hurt, their best player is still playing hurt. Regardless if he's playing, he is playing hurt. I mean, you just said what do you, what what do you say? He, he played just, 27 minutes and had how many points? How many rebounds? He had 15 and 9 or something. It doesn't nine, matter. Who'd he, get, who'd he get locked up by? Grant Williams? Al Horford? Like Did he I play mean, the did he play game one? He did not. They had Harden drop forty five and they won by okay. won by like three. So I mean if you're saying that Harden's gonna drop forty five every night and I, I'm I'm glad to go down and be wrong about that if that's how they <laughs> but respectable. On, I'm on just paper. saying you can't count out the 76ers. I'm not going to count them out, but after you said that the Embiid is 1-9 against Boston, I was, got counted them out, I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, so they have the 76ers, and then they have the Knicks or the 8 seed, which is the Heat, who are shooting the lights out right now, which I've said multiple times they are not going to keep this up. They're still shooting like 45% from three. Uh, Butler's hurt. Um, we'll see if he comes back next game. Uh, but yeah, they tied the series up in MSG last night. Yeah. Brunson hit a big shot. I didn't watch it, but I saw that they tied it. <laughs> Actually, I watched a, a little bit of it, but I didn't watch much. I didn't watch. It was the game before the Lakers. You, you watched a little bit. <laughs> yeah, listen, I had it on, and I was like, "Yeah, this is not as good as this Lakers game is going to be." And then I end up not watching the Lakers game. I watched forty-five minutes of it. And I was like, "Yeah, I think I'll go to bed." Dog, that Lakers game felt like a finals at the end. It was nuts. Can we talk about the jersey matchups? Like, why why is the crowd wearing the Lakers jersey color on the road? Oops, like, sorry about that. The, the jersey matchups this year are fucking horrible. At least one team is wearing a black jersey every time, and the other is wearing their primary color. And when it's the team wearing the primary color is usually on the road, and when they go back home, they're wearing the black jerseys. The only team that I'm not like not seeing do this is Boston and Philly, actually. Hey, listen, I'll be honest. I haven't paid any attention to the yeah. uniforms. I think start one thing paying that, attention, dude, because yeah. the Knicks are really bad. Uh, they were wearing navy and black the entire Cavs series. Um, who else? I can't really think of any. The Lakers haven't really head. done it much because they had when they played the Grizzlies, they had completely opposite color schemes, but. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll say the Lakers have done a good job of keeping keeping their jerseys. Shout out to L.A. Yeah, but I don't think they have a black jersey, do they? Besides the mama jersey, and they don't even wear that anymore. Yeah, I don't think so. But they have the white and black and purple one that. But that's about it. I don't it care. don't matter what we're talking about. Always comes back to the Lakers or LeBron. <laughs> that's why I'm always. trying to move. Like, I was trying to say, all right, let's get off the jerseys because one, one one series we did not talk about the actual series was. Phoenix and Denver. We didn't talk about that's something that shocked me. I did not think Denver would start out up 2-0 against him. I thought Phoenix would win a game. They're the one seed. 
How do you not expect that? They have uh, Phoenix has Devin Booker, <laughs> Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, you name it. Like, well, Chris Paul's injured till Game Five apparently. Again, and they might the big, even make the, it to Game Five. The biggest difference is the is each team's bench. I mean, Denver is really deep on the bench, and Phoenix last game, I think their bench scored four points and was like two yeah. of sixteen. Yeah, they definitely have they their rotation is so bad, but. This I think the the performances from Booker and Durant have just carried them through, and it's kind of made it to where people don't even realize how poor their bench is. But I did well that. to get a star, you have to give up something. <laughs> yeah, and I think they're in that's a better position sacrifice. right now. Yeah, I think they're in a better they're... position right now if they have Mikael Bridges still and Cam Johnson, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's the that's why the Warriors were so good when they got KD. Originally, when the Warriors got KD on the freaking super team, is because they still had decent depth on their bench with like Livingston and a couple of those other people. So, yeah. I, I feel like Phoenix definitely does probably need some depth, but I still thought they would find a way to steal a game just because their ability to score the ball. Series isn't over. They're he- heading back home next two yeah. games. We'll see if they the can, Kings start up two zero, and it's just hard to count out the Warriors though. So it's like it's. Oh, I forgot to even mention they have DeAndre Aiden, who was a former number one pick in the NBA draft. I forgot to mention that. That is facts you did. I mean, that team's absolutely stacked through those front end. (laughs) I mean, it's just like the Cavs, honestly. Like, the Cavs don't really have any depth besides Karis LeVert. I mean, that's their best player coming off the bench. And the only time I hear his name is an Apollo G song, right? (laughs) Is that a fact? I don't don't know. know. Uh, Karis LeVert is uh, he's a pretty good player, but uh, I feel like we need <clears throat> a little something here, like to, to cleanse. My no. Throat. So, uh, all right, are we done with the NBA? <laughs> last topic of the night. Yeah, uh, I guess so. All right, last topic of the night. It's kind of a big one here locally. So Haley Van Lith obviously went to LSU. I think we covered that in one of the episodes, and she has a partnership. NIL deal, if you will, with Adidas, LSU, is a Nike school. So here's a report. Pulling it up now. Got a loading screen. It says, after transferring, LSU star Haley Van Lith's NIL deal with Adidas will continue. Haley Van Lith is a phenomenal partner and remains in a name, image, and likeliness NIL agreement with Adidas. Brand tells me, and this is Nick DePaula. Uh, we're looking forward to our continued partnership. That is apparently what the brand tells Nick about the partnership <laughs> with Haley. I mean, yeah, the uh, I mean, it's just like the NBA. You know, the NBA used to be Adidas. Uh, LeBron and Katie have their Nike shoes. It's Nike now. Um, Donovan, Damian Lillard. Uh, they it's have completely their different. Deals. It is so completely different. different. But I mean, I feel like this. This was coming with NIL. I mean, yeah, no it was doubt. only a matter of time. But I think we talked about it on here. We're like, what's going to happen now? Maybe on the episode that never went out, but we were, what's going to happen now? And I was like, I guess she's going to drop the deal with Adidas. Like, <laughs> the I, episode that never came out. Sorry. But like, <laughs> th- like, how is she going to promote Adidas, 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 Adidas all over her socials and be like, all right, you know, I, I got this NIL deal. So I, on my Instagram, I'm required to do this, this, and this for Adidas. But then was she not going to be able to post anything about her plan at LSU because she's got to wear Nike on her on her jersey and on her shoes? 
I don't know how that works. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they'll work out something. There's no way they don't. Uh, Here's the way I look at it. From the Adidas standpoint, it's actually a smart move because she is a big-time star. You don't want to lose her through that deal, whatever it is. I don't know the exact details of it, but you know she moves on to the WNBA. You still want to have her under contract. She is one of the biggest faces on social media for women's basketball. So it's a smart thing, but like Kendall said, they have to wear Nike at LSU. Yeah. And go ahead. Again, like it's just like the NBA. I mean, that that's it's all they not, have to though. do. She, all their practice but stuff. What all her the, anytime she's in LSU gear, she has to. It, it's Nike. She has to be wearing Nike anytime yeah. she's representing for a practice, for a game, uh, media. Actually, I don't know about media, but I mean, any of those I things, she like has to be in Nike. NBA. I, I, no, I feel it, like it, it, here's Bryson. Here's where the difference is. The NBA is yes, they're sponsored by Adidas or whoever. Well, yeah. not Adidas, but the Adidas, NBA is sponsored by whoever. But the players that play in the NBA are not required to wear the brand that the NBA is sponsored by. Yeah, they're allowed to wear whatever they want. In this case, LSU is sponsored by Nike. Haley Van Lith is required to wear Nike when she plays for LSU. She's not allowed to wear the yeah. She's not allowed to wear the brand that she's sponsored by. I mean, doesn't the tweet say that like they've come to a deal? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming Adidas is very like what's the word understanding of how this works and like that she'll have to wear Nike. Yes, but on her yeah, Instagram, no, I mean, I mean, weird. I'm sure there's something in the contract that says like yes, you can still post your fucking jersey you and your jersey you and a game yeah on, uh, the, on the, like, that the reply tweet, for adidas though yeah no, the reply tweet says van list first landed adidas nil deal last july where while at adidas sponsored louisville lsu is sponsored by nike van list will continue to promote adidas products initiatives and campaigns across social media and in brand materials however she'll wear nike in games within t- uh in games and team activities that's just so weird to me that like she's promoting the biggest rival brand of Nike, like all over the page. I, I, if I was, I feel like if I worked for Nike, I would be upset. <laughs> I, I would. I, I don't know if I would continue. You, that's what she does. I that mean, is her what? name. It's not like she's some of these other NBA, not NBA. Sorry, college basketball players, women's college basketball players that like for lack of better words, is there for her body. You know what I mean? Like, her skill, her game is literally what people follow her for. Yeah. And all that's routed straight to Nike now instead I mean, of Adidas. But if she's wearing Nike in team activities, what can they say? What What can they actually say? They, they can't say they, 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 they can't say anything, but it's still a bad look that, you know, one of their largest women's basketball um you know, spawn or partners or whoever, even though she's not a technically a Nike partner, but like one of the largest women's basketball players out there is wearing Nike, yes, in games, but when she's on social media where she's followed by seven hundred fifty thousand people, she's posting Adidas everywhere. Offer a bigger deal. Nike Nike, Nike has the money. That, Nike not, don't want her. It don't matter. They, they don't why, need her she, because she's they, going to LSU where she's gonna wear Nike regardless. Okay, I mean, yeah, exactly. but that's the like, that's the question that I have. Like when it comes to this topic, like people are always arguing about 
Adidas schools within the men's game and how it affects recruiting and like how you know six out of the top 100 from last year went to Adidas schools where the other 94 in the top 100 were all at Nike schools you got the Nike EYBL circuit whatever else if that's that big of a deal why is there not more guys in the men's game having Nike deals and going to Adidas schools or vice versa yeah because they like the program they like the coaches they just happen to like Nike more than they like Adidas. So, but see, that's the thing. You can kind of look at it too and say, maybe Nike's not willing to do that to whereas Adidas is. Yeah. I can so see that for sure. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Nike, Nike's the top dog and you got Adidas who's trying to catch them and catch up. So I could see Adidas being cool with it. And like you said earlier, it's smart for Adidas, but I think it's a bad look for, for Nike, to be honest. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't think it's a big deal at all. Like, I mean, maybe a little bit. Like, but are they losing any money? What, yeah, what money would they be losing? They're paying her millions of dollars. I assume. Who? Who? Adidas. Adidas is. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, that if they're fine with it, who cares? No, who cares cool. in the long run? I'm just saying. I'm saying it's a bad look. I think Nike should be the one to pop up and be like, "All right, that's not cool. We need you on our team." That's where I. That's where I stand. I mean, I think obviously that maybe, they haven't come out and offered her a better a better deal than Adidas. Once they do that, I'm sure that's not it'll true. Come though. To, how, what do we know this? Because year? no, but you're acting like it's guaranteed. It, maybe she likes Adidas better. Who cares? What if Adidas offered her a hundred million and Nike offered her two hundred, but she likes Adidas better? I mean, I think she's not, she's probably so not, not smart clear that she that happen. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> What'd you say? I, I said she's probably not the smartest human being on earth if uh, that happened. Yes. That's ridiculous. What if Adidas becomes bigger than Nike? What if that's what she's thinking? What if she wants to be the face of a brand instead of a brand that has all kinds of other athletes, women athletes? I don't know, but we're getting to a lot of hypotheticals. Uh, my opinion well, I'm is just, that it's not a it, – I just don't think it's a big deal. I really don't. It's not going to lose Nike any money. No, but I, I'm just saying it's silly for Adidas to be paying her this amount of money for her to not even wear their stuff, basically. Like, it, it Actually, just... Yeah, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I think that Nike... I don't think Nike's losing money, necessarily, but maybe they are, like, in the same time, if you think about if it. If anything, they're gaining money. They can be like, this is the breach of contract. We're pulling this, this much amount of money from LSU. Well... I mean, it's not really a breach of contract because she can do whatever she wants. She's still going to wear Nike, as it said. But I do think maybe this becomes a pivotal moment in college sports with NIL deals where players are maybe allowed to do signature shoes. You know, obviously you can't change the uniforms, but maybe players are able to do signature shoes, that kind of thing, kind of yeah, how it started off it, in the then NBA. Then it comes down, I agree, I think it's a big moment for sure. But if they make, a, if, for example here, if, if Haley Van Lith makes a signature shoe that's in Adidas, she can't even wear it when she plays for LSU, so what's the point? Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it becomes a pivotal moment where they change those rules so that way players can really profit off their name, image, and likeliness as well as go to the school of their liking, even though she no is a complete coward for moving over to LSU. No doubt. I just think I just think it's wild. Like I, I don't understand the the two rivals are just kind of they're working together essentially here to me. Yeah. I don't. That's weird. I, I don't. I don't understand. I think like, it's, personally. I think it's a common ground. I really do. If I had the Adidas deal though too, I don't even think I would like look at a Nike school. First off, I would never make ever in my entire life such a coward move to join. <laughs> 
the champions. I would never do that. I would never be that low. But second off, I would not undermine the company that is paying me millions of dollars to represent their brand by going to their competition. Yeah. That's all I, I was, got to say. I was, inter- I was interested to see how that went, and it came out today that she's sticking with Adidas, so it's for sure interesting. I don't know where it'll go yeah. from here. Maybe maybe Nike releases a statement back like, oh, no, that ain't cool. Like, who never, we never know. <laughs> we don't know Nike's thoughts, so. Nike does a picture of Haley Van Lith, and it says, just do it. <laughs> they well, might have her on the Nike team. Our viewers need to just do it and like, comment, subscribe, and get us on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. You heard the man. Like, comment, subscribe. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of The Locker Room. We're out of here. Peace. Yo, we out. They can still hear you right there, bro.